All right, guys, welcome back to another brand new episode of Deep Thoughts with Dixon. Someday I'll come out with a new jingle. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it's the same thing every time. Anyway, today's episode, I'm kind of just going to jump in. But before we do, um, a couple updates. Sorry I missed an episode. So we are a little bit inconsistent, but that's just because of me. I take the blame. Don't be sorry about that. Sometimes I don't feel good. Patience is, patience is a virtue. It lets it build up for the anticipation of the next episode to drop yeah. because we're getting so much feedback. They're like, where's the episode? Where's the episode? True. And then it comes out, but... Everybody knows that Lisa's been listening and following us that Nina is going through some health issues that we're working through and combating and getting her healthy again. And so it's requiring some additional energy towards that. And it's uh, caused us to be a little more patient with some of the episodes that we've had to drop. So we appreciate your patience with it. Agreed. And as much as I'd like to share and talk about what's going on physically... My mom suggested I not do that. That's right. Um, she. We've got Nina on a on a protocol where you're not allowed to talk about it because it puts energy towards it. Right, or harp on it, or like regurgitate what's happening because that puts energy towards it, and it's like more upsetting. And part of my issues right now, the doctors are saying, is a lot of stress as well. And so I do know that when I talk about it, I'm not at the point where it makes me feel better. I talk about it, and I get more stressed. So. Not going to go into details there, but um, it's funny because that parlays right into what the topic is today, and it's about when you when you want something really really bad, and it's not coming to you and it's not happening. What you could do to speed it up, and it's all about letting go, staying off that subject, and occupying yourself by only thinking about things that make you happy and. We'll dive into that one. I listen to a lot of Abraham Hicks YouTube videos. They're like little cartoons, very cute, um, about 10 to 15 minute snippets of like how to use the law of attraction to help your life. And I have found two videos on there and it's all about letting go. You could Google them. It just says letting go, Abraham Hicks. And I've been listening to them every single morning for the last like week or so. And it's helping. Um, I think it'll take me at least 30 days to make it a habit. You know, till I can retrain my mind to just only think about good things. Probably 31 days, if I yeah. had to guess. But um, <laughs> it's really it's really helpful. And I thought, like, why not share that this week with somebody who's trying to attract something or manifest something? You know, maybe it's a, you know, a more higher paying job. Maybe it's a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or you're trying to, I don't know, whatever you're trying to manifest and get into life, bring into your life. Um, it's totally possible. It's doable. And I just think that it takes the right mindset. And now me being in the situation where my only focus is my health 24-7, that's all I want. I don't care about anything else. Um, I'm kind of, and my mom is with us, um, I'm kind of seeing how she handles things very closely and how she's been following the law of attraction her whole life without even knowing it, I feel, you know. And you too as well. Um, and I think this is just one of those life lessons that it's forcing me to really get a good grasp on it. It's the hardest path ever that I've probably ever taken, but, um, it's interesting because the way that Abraham Hicks explains it in her little cartoon video on YouTube, she says, you've been working when you want something really, really bad. And you're like, you know, you're suffering, whether you're suffering with health issues, suffering for like money problems or suffering in your relationship or marriage or job whatever it is you're suffering and that's why you want the opposite of that right and you're just begging for it 
It's all you can think about when you're in the shower. It's all you can think about when you're watching TV. It's like bad. It's like depressing. And she says, you've been working really hard trying to get that thing, haven't you? And it's like, yeah, I have. I literally am obsessed with just being myself again. And she goes, well, that's why you're not getting it. And the whole reason is because she says that if you stay on the topic, the topic that makes you sad, the topic that makes you depressed, the topic that makes you feel like it's not coming quick enough, the more you're resisting what's happening. Mm -hmm. And it took me several weeks to listen to this audio again and again to really grasp that deeper message so that I could work on it. So I suggest you guys listen to it, you know, for a long time. And she explains how you have to realize that staying on that subject or topic mentally or trying to figure it out or trying to find a solution or trying to work on it is not what's going to bring it to you. And that's almost like counterintuitive, isn't it? It's like, what? Like, who else is going to take care of my health if I don't? Who else is going to think about me if I don't? You know, who else is going to look at the blood work and figure it out and ask the questions if I don't? Her spin on this is... If you step away from it mentally and emotionally and do the work that needs to be done, but be a little bit detached and only think about things that make you happy. So for example, for me, I've been thinking about shopping a lot. Now, Brian can attest to this. I have been online shopping like a psycho nut. I've never done this in my life, but I've been buying like new jeans, shirts, tops, sweaters, red bottom shoes, um, fancy belts. Like I've just been going crazy because I'm just sitting home. Like that's all I'm doing and I'm not even working. So I can't be on my uh, phone for too long because my eyes start to hurt. I can't be sitting in one position because it starts to hurt my body. I can't watch TV for too long because my mind starts to wander. So it's like shopping keeps me very engaged. Shopping and looking at makeup are two things that are just, I'm in my own world. Oh, and looking at houses too. Great for consumerism. Avi. Uh, (laughs) So you're welcome for keeping the economy going, guys. Um, But that's what I've been doing. And when I was listening to this Abraham Hicks thing, I'm like, huh, the things that make me the most happy right now, funny, are like very materialistic things. Because if I think of anything else, it shines a light on my body and my health. Like can't work out, can't go for walks, can't eat this, can't eat that can't go here, can't go there. Like everything else is kind of like shines this like flashlight on things I can't do. Whereas like online shopping is one thing I just like get lost in. Looking at houses on Zillow, I get lost in, you know, looking at makeup online, I just get lost in. So I've gone to Ulta several times actually and spent like an hour or two over the course of the last few months. You should, you should stick to looking at houses. It's much more difficult to buy a house than it is to go buy makeup or clothes. (laughs) Um, So that's what I've been doing. And I realized while she was, while I was listening to this audio is that, wow, like I get lost when I do those things that make me happy for now. Whereas if I'm cooking, I'm kind of stressed. You know, if I'm out with people, I'm, I'm stressed out because everyone's like laughing, playing, eating, walking around. And right now I'm very limited in what I can do. And so she's saying that focus and do the things that keep you distracted, basically, where you just get lost in it and it makes you forget all your problems as much as you can. And she says, start with 17 seconds. So if I start to like focus on the pain in my body somewhere, or I start to focus on something about my health, I need to snap out of it really quickly. And for 17 seconds, think about, I don't know, a Rolls Royce, you know, think about my dream home, think about 
and, and you, you don't even think you can go on Pinterest. I've been going on Pinterest too to help me like kind of get out of the funk and just consistently every 17 seconds keep thinking about what you like and you know what it works when the key is to remember when you're going down that spiral to mentally stop yourself and just pivot for 17 seconds i've done it for almost a minute yesterday several times throughout the day and it worked like i was immediately like out of it outside of my body outside of the pain where like an hour later i was like oh wow it doesn't hurt anymore and 20 minutes later it starts hurting again because i thought about it you know and so I've been playing around with this a little bit like a, like a like a science project almost to see like how this works and how I can make this my habit um, in life. But her whole theory on it is working hard, solving it, thinking about it, harping about it, replaying the scenario in your head, looking for answers, grabbing, 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 and then like just being in a bad mood from it is not the way. All you need to do is every 17 seconds focus on a good thought and keep it there for 17 seconds. And what does this do? It helps you be aligned. And her whole thing is alignment is key. Alignment, and she repeats this again and again, alignment is key. Alignment is key. Not talking about that subject, not researching it, not harping on it, not thinking about it, not talking about it, not dumping on someone else about it. That's only going to bring more of it to you. If you can get out of it, and just be focused on something that makes you happy, that'll make you aligned with the energy of being happy. That will help diffuse that big problem that you have because now you're focused on your shoes, your clothes, or and this is in my case, it's an example, and all these things, fancy things that are making me happy right now and keeping my mind off, my body, my health, my like off. I have to stay off that subject. So yesterday I started a thing where I was like mom for 11 days I'm not going to talk about my body I'm just so sick of this like every two minutes I complain to her you know every at least four times a day I cry because I'm in so much pain or I get so scared as like what's going on what's happening and I was like 11 days I'm not gonna talk about this and in 11 days I also have my second appointment with my doctor so um which I'll learn more about what's going on but uh the more I do that, the happier I get, right? The more I'm focusing on tiny, small, idiotic things that make me smile or happy, the better I am because I start not to think about the problems. So I've learned or I'm learning to let go and not try to be such a control freak about my health and not try to just sit here on weekends and trying to solve it and reading about things and like harping on them and like looking up my symptoms all the time or the pain happens and I'm thinking, oh my God, here goes shingles again. It's like, that's not true and that's not helping me. Obviously, COVID is, if anyone's dealing with the health situation, COVID is not helping the situation. Not that I'm scared of COVID or care about what's going on in the world right now. It's more of the fact that I can't go outside and like, go at a restaurant freely and hang out, right? Get outside of the house and change my scenery. Maybe go out on vacation and get my body out of like St. Louis and just like kind of change it up a little bit and relax. I am being forced to sit here and deal with everything. So I know that doesn't help, but it's like, it's like what Wim Hof says, like use your mind. You don't need anything else but your mind to like heal yourself. And so... It's like forcing me to sit here and just use my head, use my head, use my head. Instead of using my head to to tackle this problem, I'm using my head to stay off the problem. Um, 
something else she explained this this does is that it kind of gets rid of the fear because once you have an issue you start to be scared and think of scenarios of like what if this happens what's happening this is happening oh my god you know I'm losing my eye and this is and she's like when you don't think about something you start to not think of all the what ifs too you stop to think about you stop thinking about this like mountain in front of you and she goes literally if you can do this for like 60 to 90 days your problem will evaporate it'll completely disappear over time so i feel as though this kind of relates to anything in life um money job people like i mentioned before and anyone who's trying to really change something in their life or get rid of a problem that they have right now i was like you know this is like a good start for somebody i think before you want to manifest before you want to sit and meditate for hours i think breath work and learning to just let go and realizing that the more in alignment i am and more focused i am on the happy things even in the midst of pain i think you've mastered it and you can attract a lot i want to add something to that point because i think for a lot of people because i've seen this with people that i've encountered they have a really challenging time of doing the letting go Mm -hmm. until they have a solid breath work or meditation practice um, because it helps them remove the ego to an extent right and that's a lot what letting go is right Mm -hmm. like when you are trying to control circumstances or outcomes in the way that you want them to happen, what you're, it's your ego mind telling you this is the exact path that needs to occur for me to get this thing, as opposed for you to tell yourself, I already have this thing, and now I'm going to release all control for the path that guides me to it. Because mm-hmm. you're starting to release that energetic signature that you've already obtained that outcome, mm-hmm. and by trying to attach yourself onto a specific path to get there is actually the egoic based mind. And some people have a really challenging time just letting stuff go unless they figure out how they can better calm themselves. Uh, Because there's a lot of anxiety and nervousness and stress that comes from the act of trying to let go. And so I think breath work and meditation can help a lot of people to put yourself in that state of mind to help you release the path to the destiny. I agree, but I think there's I think there's something sometimes some people when they're doing a meditation, they're trying to do a meditation and visualize what they want. And what I'm trying to say is that kind of meditation is useless if you're still trying. What you want to do is meditate to calm your mind and have no thought. Meditation of no thought, breath work of when you're only focused on breath and not thinking of everything else in life. I feel as though that's the type of meditation and breath work that can help you let go. But if you're trying to meditate, which I used to do before, I used to meditate for 20, 30 minutes and just sit there and daydream and visualize of what I wanted, but I was trying too hard. And then throughout my day, I wasn't holding that energy. I was now back to trying to figure out how to attain that vision that I had. Whereas if you can med, there's a, there's a ton of other meditations like transcendental meditation, letting go meditation where you literally for 20 minutes are nothing, nobody, no wishes, no desires, no dreams. You're just focused on breath and the present moment awareness. It's just, it's bliss actually. In that moment, I don't want anything. In that moment, I'm not visualing or desiring anything. I'm just working on my energy that it's just, it's just, it's just like this void. Okay. So with that, how are you defining where you want to go if you're just being completely in the void? 
this is where the Abraham Hicks video comes in. When you're in the void space, and some of you who meditate may know what I'm talking about. If you meditate to just unplug, you're going to eventually hit a point in meditation where you're like, it's almost like a mini ethereal nap you took. Like you didn't feel anything. You didn't dream anything. You didn't think you were in the void state. Dr. Dispenza talks about this void state where we are able to drop even any association with our body, the room that we're in, who we are, my name, the fact that I'm a human, that I have dreams and desires and goals and everything falls when you're in this deep meditation and you are breathing, but you have consciously, you're just like in space. There's nothing else there. You can't define this moment. Um, I'm sure you've had it, had these moments before you get into this void space and in that void space is how you train your subconscious mind and your body energy to just be. Letting go is about just being. That's that is the whole point. When you let go, you're just you're a soul. You're not Nina and Brian and so and so. You're not the CEO, you're not the COO, you're not a husband, you're not you're nothing. Like you just let go. And I think when you do those void meditations, we're just like it's like you're in I can I consider it like space. Like if I had I lost my body, I lost everything, but I am aware. I have consciousness. That's the point you get to. A way that I think about that is losing labels, right? We label ourselves and identify ourselves in so many different ways. I'm a spouse. I'm a brother. I'm a sister. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. Remember that that song? What Um, you just said, you literally and figuratively lose your labels when you meditate to get into that void space. Exactly, yeah. And I think that is when you begin to recognize in a sense that you are in this void state is that when you're not like attaching to a certain label or identity, you're letting yourself lose those and you're just at peace. Mm -hmm. It is. It's just like a bliss. And then when you wake up out of it, you're like, whoa, that was like a nap or something, but you didn't dream, you know? And so those are the meditations that help you get into the void space. Breath work. You're not supposed to be thinking about anything. You're not supposed to be trying to visualize or manifest anything. Just breathe. Like when I do Wim Hof, I'm not thinking about anything. And literally after it's done, I slip into a meditation and I go into this like void space. That's where I feel it helps. Those two things can help you practice letting go. Once you didn't, you can like watch the video on Abraham Hicks of letting go. And I, you understand it more because her whole point is just be. And then the second, third part of this is trying to carry that same energy and thought process throughout your day, which is the hardest part for me. I can get to the void space. I can practice the thoughts for 17 seconds, but then like a pain comes up or something flares up or something happens and I immediately like panic. And so you have to be able to carry that with you. Um, It's about... Another good way to look at this to help you guys understand is we are not here for the manifestation. We are not here for the creation. For example, we are not here to live, to to get that big house. We're not here to get that dream husband. I'm not here to get the perfect health. We're here to live and be healthy. You know, you're here to be working towards that big house. You're here to like be that rich energy. You're here to be a loving person to attract that spouse. It's a verb. So she explains how we are beings. We're not supposed to 
do it or so, force it. We're supposed to be it. I think that's really interesting and for how you just stated that because one of the most challenging things that I recognize in society is people have a very difficult time just being, mm-hmm. right? And when you look at the root word of what we are, we're human beings. And you know, I've never really thought of it that way until just right now, but it's like a really elegant way to think about it that how she said it in that video is human beings. Yeah. Like you, you actually attract everything that you mm-hmm. will desire by just being. Yeah. You're creating, you're manifesting, you're being, you're not doing you're not forcing. You're, you're not like, it's not negative. It's like an, you're, you're a co-creator with the universe, basically. And so when I started to look at it that way, I was like, huh, I'm not being healthy when I'm complaining. I'm not being pain-free when I'm focused on the pain. I'm focused on it, so I'm, and then the pain is there. How can I be pain-free? So her whole point was, you can. it's a trick to help yourself get out of this spinning wheel and just think about things that you're always happy about every 17 seconds. And it works. If you literally just, if I just stare at like my new red bottom shoes for 17 seconds and only think about them and how grateful I am and how bad I wanted them and how one day I'm going to wear them, literally my mood changes in 17 seconds. And do the same thing with something else. These are small, minuscule, dumb, senseless, materialistic things, but you choose your item. You know, you choose what makes your kids, your dog, whatever it could be for 17 seconds. And now when I'm happy looking at that thing, I'm now in alignment with how I want to feel, which is I just want to be happy and healthy, right? So it's not about feeling healthy. It's about being healthy. It's about being happy looking at something. It's about playing with your dog and feeling good. Then I'm automatically going to attract all that is good. What's in that? me being healthy. I'll attract it at that point. And something that you said that sparked with me is when you're focused on the thing, Mm -hmm. but you're you're focusing on it in a way where mentally you're telling yourself you're trying not to focus on it, Mm -hmm. you're actually just putting more energy into it. You're resisting it. You're resisting it. Like the very act of someone saying, you need to manage your stress or you need to figure out how to become stress-free. Just the act of trying to manage stress and or becoming stress-free is resisting yeah and in that very in that very way you're actually creating stress because you're putting energy towards it so here's another couple examples like um back in the 80s what did we have we had the war on drugs Mm -hmm. right that was all over the media all these different things millions of people were incarcerated billions of dollars were wasted Mm -hmm. but all the energy was towards this war on drugs as opposed to have you know structuring that in a very different way where it's not putting energy on it at all in the 2000s there's the war on terror right millions of people dead trillions of dollars wasted right now in the 2020 we have war on the virus so what's happening all the time coronavirus is energy towards coronavirus towards new cases towards people in the hospital and like you can just see with these examples that when you try to put language and marketing towards something from a public perception perspective or even internally with yourself, you're still putting energy towards resisting something as opposed to thinking about it in a different way of just being mm-hmm. and letting it evolve, right? Yeah, I agree. Evolve to the point where it disappears in that void like mm-hmm. you mentioned. Connection matters. Not solving that problem. Connecting to what makes you happy will attract more happiness. And so she explains how like when you're in this happy state every 17 seconds and you train yourself to just be that way, you start to ignore the problem. Good. 
You start to take your focus off the problem. Good, because now you're not resisting it. And one day, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, that problem will evaporate or a solution will appear out of the blue because you're in alignment. You're staying happy or calm or centered. So then you're only going to attract those things and everything that you that makes you feel otherwise will bounce off of you or disappear. So that's like a huge, important way to look at it. And then the other point that she made, which really helped me kind of focus on mastering this was once you get this and once you understand this, you realize that you can't fear the future because you're always creating the future. So I can't I can't every two minutes start to fear what this pain means, what's happening, why do I feel this way? Because if I just flip it and start to think about all the little things that make me happy for se- and hold them for 17 seconds at a time, then I'm only going to create more things that make me happy to think about as opposed to the opposite, which would only attract more fearful things for me. So you can't fear the future because you're the one responsible for creating it. So if you can take a hold of your energy and train your mind to think of good thoughts 17 seconds at a time and hold them and stay off the topic of the thing that makes you sad or upset, continuously stay off of it, stay off of it, stay off of it, you'll be in the opposite alignment. You'll be in the happy mode, which will keep getting you happy, happy things. And this, this way, it was a good way for me because I know with health stuff, people get scared a lot. You have that anxiety of that fear or money, money problems. People get scared. How am I going to pay this? How am I going to do that? Well, now you're creating more of that. If you could just ignore it for 60 to 90 days, maybe something will change for you and you'll attract exactly what you're putting out. A lot of the times people have, people have a problem with this and here's why. I'll call it out right now. You think that by not being specific and manifesting that I want this and I want perfect health and I want this to be gone and this to be gone and I want this much money in the bank, you think that you're not going to get it, you know, because the saying goes, be clear about what you want. Your soul already knows. Your being, your energy already knows. That's why you feel this discord because you don't have it. So you don't need to harp on that. You're harping on that when you do that. Something that I've learned too that I think is interesting is your, your, I agree with what you just said, how your soul already knows. There's a reason in this lifetime why you're interested in certain things. There's a reason why you have passion for certain kinds of things that may be unique to you, right? And through those passions subconsciously, you've probably gone and set goals or you have desires that align with what those passions are, you know, if you're going after what it is that you're passionate about. Um, or maybe you're in a position where you're not, or you're fearful to do so, or you're scared, but it still is constantly tugging at your heartstrings as to like a direction that you should go. And that's a really great way to put it that even the art of saying, I'm passionate about this. So I want to do this, right? I want to do X. Your soul already knows the direction towards your highest and best. And so if you're able to consistently maintain this state of being in the void, it will uncover itself mm-hmm. over time. But the yeah. biggest thing is you have to have patience and you have to let go. And and almost, it's like an inner knowing. It's like a faith. And dude, it takes time. Like I've been dealing with this problem for eight months and I'm just now a couple minutes a day getting the hang of it. Definitely by no means do I have it all day down. But like just having the faith of my soul wants this. My body is wanting this. Like I, I just have to trust it that it'll take me down that path and everything will be okay. By... Not being specific about that, I'm not disallowing that. I don't have to 
do or say any more than that. Because I know right now I'm at a point where if the more I think about it, the more scared and the more sad and the more upset, the more frustrated I get, aka resisting it, aka attracting more negative towards me. Whereas if I just be general, say, okay, I want perfect health. And then I go off and playing with makeup and I'm online shopping or I'm doing this or baking. Baking makes me happy too. And I just get lost in that flow. My my soul, my energy, my alignment and connection in that moment will attract all good things that I already want. I don't have to be that specific for it. That's not how it works. Um, another good way to look at it, this is like, you know how old CD players and cars had like six CD changers and it could go. Abraham Hicks explains if you could look at it this way throughout your day. You don't want to pick the CD based on the subject. So I have six CDs in the car. Five of them are all these things that I like. One is on my health. I don't want to pick the health CD. I want to pick the other CDs that make me feel good. So you want to go by the feeling. Only think about something that makes you feel good. What are you laughing about on my finger? She's like, <laughs> like getting so animated with her hands and she keeps like pointing at me while she's doing it. Only think <laughs> about, only pick that CD or that topic or that thought that will make you feel good and stay off of anything that won't and do it as much as you can throughout your day. This results in you going downstream towards your desire as opposed to thinking about it, harping on it, being negative about it, trying to solve it, trying to work on it, talking to your friends about it, complaining to your husband about it. That's upstream. You're, you will never get something when you're going upstream. But if you let it go and you go downstream and you just focus on the things that you can do and make you happy, the other stuff will eventually work out. I also went deep into kind of reading why this works from an energy perspective. You guys know listening to our podcast, we're big on like energy. Like energy really like works. When you meet somebody, you know that their energy's off or it like aligns with you. When you're in your natural your natural state is to be happy and peaceful and blissful and abundant. It's our external factors and life circumstances that kind of throw us off because we give into this illusion of fear, right? When you think about things that make us happy, we automatically start to tap into that natural state of peace, bliss, and abundance. When you're in that connection, like I mentioned earlier before, connection matters, not the subject. You could be connected to a, your favorite car on your desktop background and still and not even think about the money problems that you have and still attract that car. You can do that. That's possible. You don't have to work for that car. You can sit there and a door will open for you. So when you're in that natural state of peace and bliss and ignore the things that make you upset, this also teaches you that your power to make anything happen because you're a creator, you're a man of your, it's ING, you're creating all the time, is always in the now. Your power is always in the now. It's not about what happened in the past. It's not about the problems you've dealt with for the eight months. It's not about what could or would or should happen in the future or fearing that. It's all about now. So if you can continuously anchor yourself, and I'm only asking you 17 seconds at a time, you can align your energy with only things that make you feel good. You'll continue to attract only good. And then for the rest of your life, you got the hang of life, I think. So I feel as though that was a very important thing for me and I just thought I'd share that. 
I think people try too hard. Sometimes we manifest too hard. We're dreaming and visioning and doing this and that. And then going back into life and working at it and trying to figure it out. Whereas sometimes just focusing on other things while the other thing fixes itself is just the way to go. I'm not saying ignore it. I'm saying stay off of it for you know 30 days try 30 days and see what happens Mm -hmm. then move on to 60 then move on to 90 whatever it is but i will say that i think from a health perspective this is very important because stress i'm telling you literally kills (laughs) um i won't go into too much into deep depth of it but i am a very high strung stressful person like i can get thrown off my horse pretty quickly and legit we had a three-hour appointment with my doctor two weeks ago and she said some of these asses that are coming up in my blood work there's like six of them are all stress related i don't think people have an understanding no most that realize that stress when it how how it actually reacts Mm -hmm. within your body it can completely throw off your hormonal profile it can completely throw off your mineral acid like mineral amino acid makeup within your body it's it's really remarkable i was physically given the proof like shown like it wasn't some like ethereal woo-woo stuff like she's looking at this test that she did for me it's like a nutrition to optimize nutrition yeah it's like the most like comprehensive test you can get out there and she literally points like these six words that i don't even know how to pronounce it she's like all of this can only come into your blood from stress she's like this isn't like food this isn't a deficiency environment yeah she goes this is literally like your stress hormones release xyz these acids build up and they're like flying in your blood right now and so that's we went down a rabbit hole of like what could be stressing me that much and blah 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 and looking back i've had to do a lot of soul searching because and she called me out she's like you're a type a personality and she goes you got to tone it down you know like life will teach you pretty quickly to to relax and type a personalities are very um high achievers we are very high strong and we just go we don't have like a stop button like we're always going and so i can see how that got me this far in life like i could see how it got me through law school and like this career that career jumping up and down i i see how it's worked to my advantage but now I have sensed that the universe itself is just trying to tell me, like, relax. You've got, I don't want you to do anything. And that's how I'm starting to feel. Like, it's literally teaching me to let go or else I'm going to hurt myself, basically. Um, like, my body is begging me, just let go. And so yesterday I had, like, an epiphany moment. when that's I knew we were going to record on this. And I was like... I literally have to just let go of this too. The thing that's bothering me the most, I just got to let go and just deal and know that everything one day is going to magically work out, literally. Um, and so I will say that if you guys are stressing about something, upset about something, stop talking about it. Don't force timelines too. That's a really big deal. Um, a lot of times I know people will want something to happen and they want it to happen on a specific timeline and that's where the control comes from. Maybe not the the uh, path for how it happens, but trying to force something to happen in X amount of time. And that's just another aspect of trying to control a situation. So the more you can release from that as well, the more the, the faster it's likely to happen in my experience. I agree with that. I think that's very hard to do. Um, I have timelines for myself, obviously, but... That's really hard not to. But what I'll say is don't be attached to it. You can have one, 
But don't be sad if it doesn't happen. You know, understand that you're still on your path to it. Um, and it will figure itself out at the best time. And just know that all you can do is try to be as happy or distracted from that bad thing as much as you can today. And do it all over again tomorrow and the next day. Um, that's what's going to help. Going down the rabbit hole in your mind is not going to help you. Um, I'm going to do a big podcast on stress probably next week um, because I'm learning so much about it. The breath work that I'm doing with Wim Hof helps with this. Void meditation helps with this. Just taking like a break from life helps with this too. You know, like you just have to learn to just let go because you don't realize how bad that stress is hurting you physically inside manifesting. And we can get to this next week, but stress comes from a lot more than probably what people think. Like we're in artificial environments all the time, right? Like we have artificial lights, artificial uh, stuff coming from cell phones, computers, Wi-Fi signals, all these different things that actually alter your DNA in certain ways. So we'll get into it more when we do the episode on stress, but there's so much more than just like the way you think about things um, and your reaction or response to them from a stress perspective. There's electronics. There's all sorts of stuff that actually can affect that stuff. I agree. And also, I think a part of stress, too, like sometimes you're just forced to deal with things in life, right? We can't all just go around ignoring something completely. Excuse me. It's like I understand there's things there. There's people, some people who listen to our podcast have kids. Mm-hmm. You can't just ignore your kid and stay off the topic of your kid. <laughs> I get yeah. that. Unless it's annoying you that you ignore it. <laughs> but what you, can, what you can do is look at your kid and flip the situation. You know, yeah. like send your kid good thoughts and happy thoughts healthy thoughts like visualize the kid in a certain way and look at all the good don't be worried about you know there's a reason why you have it yeah don't don't be worried or scared for your kid be empowering and positive and that's how we can start to flip our mindset and always remember like connection is key hold that thought for 17 seconds at a time and keep doing it till it becomes a habit i mean i'm still working on it no one's perfect that's right um but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that little tidbit. The video, YouTube videos are called Letting It Go, Abraham Hicks. There's several of them. There's little cartoons with it. Not to be confused with Abraham Lincoln. No one's going to co- confuse Abraham Hicks with Abraham just, Lincoln. Just wanted to clear that up. Are you serious, right? Just wanted Did to clear Did you try to make a funny right there? No. Because that was No one's funny. laughing. No one, no one is no one. laughing no right one now. No one is laughing right now. Gotcha. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. As always message us dm us text us call us with any kind of send us a courier pigeon you know the stork whatever whatever your preferred method of communication thoughts is. emotions you guys have feedback you have maybe you want us to talk about something else next week i don't know anything all right well thanks everybody we appreciate you tuning in and we will catch you next week thanks for listening to another episode of deep thoughts with the dixons did you know you can connect with your hosts nina and brian on instagram at Nina Powell Dixon and Brian Dixon 06. Be sure to reach out to them and share your thoughts and suggestions. They love to hear from you all. 